Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! I'm trying so hard as I'm clapping not to let my arm fat shake. Anyway, welcome to Talk Tales on the Vegas Video Network. I am your host, Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes. And I, I, am, I, I am not a playmate. Well, actually, I, well, I could be a playmate, but that's what I'm so excited about is we have such a great show planned for you today. I went and saw a, a, a show at the Stratosphere the other night, my husband and I, and I spent the whole show covering his eyes <laughs> because in the starring in the show is our guest today. Uh, she is a Playmate of the Year 2011, which is, if you're into counting, only two years ago. This is big. Anyway, now she's starring in this great show called Pin Up. Our, our guest today is Claire Sinclair. <laughs> so exciting and intimidating and makes you so aware of how old you are. <laughs> but before we meet this beautiful, young, talented lady, I want you to meet some of uh, our family here at Talk Tales. First out, I'd like to, she doesn't know this, but we have an orchestra here for her, Claire. So sit back and get ready till you hear this huge sound coming from this one person. <laughs> we like to call him Bowtie Daddy. Say hello to Kenny Davidson. Yeah. Because I can. Big, big, big baby. Just think about our playmates. Yes. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. Um, Bowtie Daddy. Indeed. Do you uh, partake in the possibly buying of the magazine known as? Absolutely. Uh, known as Playboy. Mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah. He he actually thought about denying it. Yeah. Why but bother? He's no. so excited, and and uh, I don't know if you. Well, anyway, I won't get into it too much. But you're playing at the Tuscany every I Friday am. night. Every Friday night. Who's your guest this Friday? Um, it'll be Joe Denunzio on the 12th. That's Joe Denunzio, forget Denunzio. about it. Everybody. Then April 19th. April 19th, Who's who the is guest? it? The guest is Kelly, Kelly Clinton. Kelly Clinton. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. We I got am together. So we to got that. together and we rehearsed yesterday, mm -hmm. so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I also want to say hello to the producer, the director, the creator of the Vegas Video Network, Mr. S I wish I could remember his name. Just kidding! <laughs> Scott Whitney! Hi, Scott! That was a joke! Hi! How are you, Julie? I am so well, thank you very much. Um, are you, uh, can I ask you this? Because I know your wife is watching, Melissa is watching. Do you partake in the uh, magazine that Tones? Are you known freaking as high? <laughs> no, watch your oh, language. First of all, did you see Kenny? He's freaked out because his parents are here. He's, 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 <laughs> yeah, really. he's watching porn. I should have known that because he's not going to answer Jeez. honestly about the, the magazines hidden under his bed for all right, those I, years. I, I look at Playboy for the articles. Oh, oh, I'm certain of it. I'm a classy cat. Well, no, but seriously, do you, do you, do, have you, Claire Sinclair, Claire Sinclair is here. Playmate of the year. I can say this. I have seen her naked. Well, yes, but in a tasteful, classy way. No, yeah, no, completely. It was, it was lovely. 
So, I mean, this is so exciting. She's got a big show now here in Las Vegas. We, we, we saw it the other night at the Stratosphere, and she's terrific. And I totally, I'm so supportive and happy for people who are just starting out in the business. <laughs> people who have their whole lives ahead of them, you know? People who still have a dream. People who don't have stretch marks. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm totally, I'm a fan, and, and I literally, I'm, I totally renewed my membership to Las Vegas <laughs> Athletic Club. Anyway, you, it was hard to put a mic on her. Wait a minute now. Well, that is say true. say that about that. But it's just nature, man. Nature was very good to her. Um, I, yeah. I, I do actually still have a career, even though I'm older than she is by about, what, five or six years? <laughs> We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I, I have to give you good news for me anyway, which should be good, for, good news for you if you care about me, Scott. I, I do care about you, Julie. What? It's Kelly. Because you, you didn't know my name, remember? You, at the beginning when you opened up, you said, I can't oh. remember his name. Come on, oh. keep up. Oh, so sorry. Come so on sorry. Now. It's my age and my memory. I'm so sorry. Um, listen, maybe you'll video. Maybe you'll be there at the show. But I just got a date uh, to headline at the Sun Coast on June 1st with my one-woman show. So, oh! Thank you. No kidding. Thank you. So, will you come this year? Because I know you were out of town last year. Yes. Is this like a, is it, I mean, is it going to be an ongoing thing, or what's the deal? Well, no, pr pretty much I get to be there once a year. But, <laughs> but if I do well, and, you know, and the crowds are just pouring out of the room, I'm sure they'll say, hey, you like Claire Sinclair should have a big showroom show five, six nights a nice. week. Nice. If, well, actually, I, as I say that, I'm getting the fumes of my new perfume. <laughs> and what is that new perfume? It's called Benguet. Nice. nice. Benguet. <laughs> I know, I mean, I, I, I have so much to share with Claire because why, I, why, I want to talk. Why do you talk... have Bengay exactly? What's going on? What? Why do you oh, uh, wear Bengay? Oh, I guess Bengay? that makes you wonder why. Yeah. Um, I just like the way it smells. No. <laughs> Me too. No, I, I was like at the computer researching my guest, making sure I didn't miss anything. And when I went to get up out of the chair, suddenly I could not walk. It's like my knee just went. <laughs> And so, as much as I don't really like to smell like Ben Gay or Icy Hot or all these sexy things, <laughs> I thought, I'm sitting next to a playmate today, and I'll be darned if I'm going to be able to unfold my knee or cross my leg. But I will say this, I should do the commercial for them, because it works, and I feel much better. Good. Hello? Hello Is this no. thing on? No, it's on. <laughs> Anyone uh, listening? If you were me, how would you respond to that? I would say, Kelly, that's fascinating. Kelly, that's... This is what I have in the manual at my house for Clint to read. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, that is that's fascinating. I hang on your every word. You your are... talent is unsurpassed. Exactly. You're beautiful you... and funny. And younger every day. And younger every day. No, but you know what? I, I do want to say this, Scott. At one point... I could have been a calendar girl as well. Mm. I could have been a playmate. Oh. Yeah. In fact, um, I took a few shots. Can we uh, go to that shot of me with... The Whoa! What the hell is see, that? See, you guys can't see it. What the hell is that? That is a gift to my mm. husband, Clint, a few years ago. What are you reading? Actually, I'm reading Sondheim. <laughs> what is that? 
that. Claire, can you see that? Yeah, not I, bad. And guess what? It was 2011, the year 2011. That was and 2011. I was totally like in uh, connection, you know, uh, in negotiation with uh, Hef, you know, Hef. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was totally like going to be in September and everything. You know, I wrote to the family. I worked out a little more. Yeah. And uh, did a photo. You know, that's the one without my glasses. <laughs> I, I also have a shot that I couldn't bring with just a guitar in front of me. Oh. If you know what I'm saying. That would have been nice. Well, I didn't get to get in the issue because some young whippersnapper came mm. along. Then <laughs> So I could have, but you know what? I still can do it because I think I could have a calendar that's like, you know, maybe featuring, can you, you can't, featuring my oh. boobs called, where are they now? Um, or, or, I mean, I certainly can't be Miss Spring, but I can be Miss Fall. <laughs> you know, and show different shots of me. Or like, here's some of my favorite hobbies. It's taking my arthritis medicine. You know, bent over a chair or something like that. Or walking slowly on the treadmill. Yes. Here, I, oh, sobbing over what could have been. And what will never be. My favorite color, Miss September, is black. <laughs> and my motto is, never stand too close to a young supermodel playmate, or you might have to kill her. <laughs> give wow. me a little, give me a little. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Oh, never know how much I love you. You never know how much I care. But when you put your arms around me, I get a fever that's so hard to bear. You give me fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Yeah, I mean, if go. I if I could be if I if I could have my chance, yeah. they'd know how in shape I am because I can still do this. Oh! We'll be right back after this on Talk Tales with Claire Sinclair. Three, two, one. Oh, I need to come up with something funny to say. Three, two, one. Wow. But the co-host, really, you I have to say, watch it. Well, we're I'm doing. That's how you do it. You really? watch it. There okay. you go. We we're we, we are the odds couple. Hi, my name is Scott Pritchard, and I am Anthony Padilla. You're watching the Vegas Video Network. You are. You are. We are too. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes. I think my mom's calling because she saw that photo we just showed. <laughs> ah, I'm so excited because our guest here today, she's, she's a very young, talented lady who has actually been Playmate of the Year for Playboy magazine. And what month was it? I can't remember. Miss well, October. Miss October. <laughs> and she's right here. She's starring in a show at the Stratosphere called Pin Up. She is the star of the show. She's absolutely gorgeous. Please welcome our guest, 
Claire Sinclair. Oh. Look at her gorgeousness. Look at your gorgeousness. Thank you. Phenomenal. You're absolutely beautiful. Thank and you. You're, you're starring in this, this show. And you are how old? I am 21. Can you believe 21 years old? <laughs> that means when you posed uh, for Playboy, you I were was 18. 18 years old. I just graduated from high school um, a month before I posed. Okay, now yeah. how does okay how does one get to be up to be a playmate or, or be in the calendar for you, Hefner? How does that happen to someone who's 18 years old? Were you at the door <laughs> saying, "Look at my photos"? <laughs> or <laughs> no, I actually, um, I. Uh, I was aspiring to be a pinup model forever. I had pictures of pinups all over my binder when I was in high school, and I did these really ghetto uh, jobs <laughs> with just like guys that were photographers with high def uh. cameras. And I would, but the jobs that I would get booked on that would pay anything um, were always vintage themed. They were 1950s recreations. Um, a weird one that was kind of like foreshadowing what was to come. When I was 16 years old, it was um, for a movie called Whiteout with Kate Beckinsale. They uh -huh. wanted a centerfold. Um, they wanted to buy the rights for a 1950s centerfold to show in the movie. But um, Playboy wouldn't allow it, so they had to do a recreation. Ah. And for the recreation at the audition, there was nothing but blonde girls. The picture was a blonde centerfold of the 1950s. And I was the only brunette there, and I was 16. And it wasn't real nudity, it was implied nudity. Right. And I got that job when I was 16 as the centerfold. In Whiteout, you can see, you can pause it. I'm the centerfold at 16 years old. Amazing. It's weird, right? So and then two years later, I'm the actual centerfold in Playboy. It was, it was really weird. But I mean, that's the only thing that I would ever consistently book is if it was vintage themed. So I knew that right. was my niche. I loved it. I was so passionate about it. I'm like, I'm going to just go full force, see if anything comes down this right. road of being a pinup. And I got really lucky. My dad deals in memorabilia. And he uh, had a meeting with Olivia, who is the pinup artist for Playboy. She does one okay. installment every month, have rights a caption. She now, when over. you say pinup artist, you, you're talking about painting. Painting. Not, she not does paintings. No, no, no. She, okay. she takes, her husband takes photos, and then she does a painting based off of the photo that he took. Um, and I was, you know, obsessed with her artwork. I loved old-style pinups. And um, when I met her, I, I went to her house. I was in my prom gown, literally. And her and her husband were in their PJs and they looked at me like I was the most ridiculous thing in the world. And they uh, just stared at me while my dad was having a business meeting. Like they were like, what is she doing here? And my dad just kind of asked like at the end of the meeting, would you have any interest in painting my daughter? And she's Your like- Your dad? She, my dad oh asked. Oh my goodness. I know, okay. it was really weird. And she looked at me and she's like, she looks like she's like 16. I'm like, I'm 18. <laughs> like I've actually like, been- so <laughs> Oh, way older than yes, 16. Yes, how dare you? <laughs> and she, um, she's like, well, do you have any experience modeling and I said yeah specifically with that genre she's like okay we'll do a test shoot but I'm not gonna guarantee that I'll paint you I just want to see how you move and if I can get anything that I can paint we'll see so I test shot for her for eight hours the very next day wow yeah it was insane she that's her, like a real job yeah <laughs> it was crazy and her house is like a fun house like it's got like all these 1920s porn like you know the Nickelodeons where uh -huh. you like wind it up and she has these like Betty Page's real heels which are insane they're fetish shoes so you can't even stand in them it's like you're on point while you're and walking you're crazy in them. about Betty Page I too, love though, her I'm so obsessed with her those were her actual shoes yeah it was a, a museum Olivia's house is like a museum okay. and she's like it's a free-for-all. Go out there and use whatever you want for a prop and just, you know, have fun. So I was there forever, of course, and it was the longest shoot, I think, that they've ever had. And that night, we went out to dinner, and she said, I, I think you know by now that I'm definitely going to paint you. We have so much material. I think I'll be painting you for the next 10 years. And then she's like, um, 
how would you like to come to the Playboy Mansion with me uh -huh. on Sunday? To, it's a, a movie night. Every Sunday, Hef has a movie night. So I went on that Sunday after we had our shoot, and Hef came up to me after the movie, and he asked for my name and number, and I was just like, like, what the hell does this mean? I didn't yeah. know anything about the Playboy world, really. And you had no aspiration to, to be a playmate. No, not necessarily. Playmate. I didn't even know really what it entailed or what it was. Right. And I thought that you had to be 21 to be playing. And I was 18 at the time. So I thought that it was out of the question. I had no idea. Um, it was the very next day after I gave him my name and number that I received a call from Playboy headquarters actually asking me to test shoot for Playboy. And then that next week, I test shot. A week after that, I got Playmate. A uh, week later, I moved into the Bunny House, which is located across the street from the mansion. I moved in with eight other playmates into the bunny house. Wait a minute, you're going so fast. I'm fast. You gotta I'm like slow <laughs> down. You gotta slow down because, I, it, I mean, it, when you say I got in that way and then that night and then I went, it didn't go that fast, did it? Did. It, it, it was, did. It, it's as fast as I'm, it feels like it was such a whirlwind for me that I'm like, how is this even happening? I was, it was insanity. And um, yeah, it literally was within a month span, my life got wow. flipped upside down. I just got, you know, I was just graduated high school, had no idea, like, am I going to go to college now? I'm going to take the summer off and reevaluate and see what's going to happen. And how did your parents feel about all this, though? Because, I mean, the painting is, a one, is one thing, because that's in the pinup style. Yeah, yeah. You're not undressed, right? Oh, no, I was. Oh, was you my were? My first time posing nude was for Olivia. I'm yeah. so naive. I've, <laughs> I've never looked at the magazine, ever. So they're all the paintings there are naked? She, I mean, nude? She draws... <laughs> She draws on certain outfits, but the majority of them are, okay. are, are nude. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, so your parents. This all happens. Do you, do you even bother to ask them what they no, think? No, I, I, I was, you know, you just went it's my choice. <laughs> I'm 18. Did they and have a problem with no, it No, though. They were really super. I mean, my mom at first was initially yeah. kind of shocked at how everything was progressing so fast. But my dad, um, he was like the hugest cheerleader ever. He's, he collects memorabilia. So along the way, he's mm -hmm. like, I have to sign this. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. He's like, when can I come to the mansion? He was he was so excited about it. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Most dads you'd think, well, no daughter of mine's gonna get not on that old man. <laughs> no, no, no. He was very like, you know, good for you. Do what you want to do. If you're happy doing it, then I'm supporting it. And then my mom eventually was cool with it and she was super excited. What was proud. she worried about? I think she just thought that I hadn't you know, taking enough time to consider what it meant to become a playmate and, you know, that what it would mean if I wanted to do something else down the road. She thought I should wait a couple years and see if I still wanted to do it instead of right. doing it initially right off. Uh, right, because you don't want to regret that. And yeah, that's exactly. something you can't take back, like that yeah. picture I showed. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That it's always out there. So that's, that's the idea. So yeah. You're forever revealed. Exactly. But at the best time in your life. Oh yeah, no, it you captures know? the most beautiful uh, artistic image of you that could ever exist and I would, I would never regret it. I knew it back then. I'm like, there's no way I'd ever regret this. This is phenomenal. It's, it's amazing. It's How historic. How did they treat you though? I mean, did you ever feel like, was, did you ever feel like, uh-oh, maybe they have other ideas and the door closes in the mansion and it's like, bring your nakedness over here and <laughs> no. share it with that or it was just business it's really weird like no it actually feels like a really like family friendly environment at the mansion for the most part like it's like <laughs> it was like my grandpa like i don't it was never like weird i hate to say it i hope like, he's not watching <laughs> he's just like was so like like a like you know a, a family member that would just wanted to guide my career and kind of helped me along but, but he never made me feel uncomfortable age, at all you're the age of his brides well so I'm i don't think younger. he thinks grandpa i, I think I, he I, thinks know, that's maybe the she's next that i got <laughs> no i didn't think that but it was more like the vibe around there it was very comfortable and very family like so it was never like i never felt crept, creeped out at all right. when i when i would walk in there it just felt really at ease. Okay, so back to the part where I stopped you was you were moving into the 
Bunny Ranch? Is that what you said? No, not the Bunny Ranch. That's a, a prostitution house. Oh, oh, is it? No. oh, that's a chicken ranch. That's not the Bunny Ranch. Okay, you it's moved the into the Bunny what? The Bunny House. The Bunny Hop? The bunny, the, yeah, the bunny house. <laughs> the bunny okay, house. so this is like a dormitory for it's, hotness. It's yes, it's a sorority okay. kind of right. type thing, and you don't you don't have to pay rent. You live there as, as your playmate because you have a lot of tours and stuff to do at the mansion, which is directly across the street. And your only obligation is to go to all of the events at the mansion, which is movie nights and game nights, and um, it's basically the same routine every single week. But you have to be there. In do order they buy to live your there. clothes? No, Sorry, these are things that would concern me. Yes, it can. Yeah, I would. So I they wish they would. No, they don't. They don't buy your clothes. No. Do they feed you? Um, you get to eat over carrots? the kitchen. Carrots? Yes, you get the carrots across the street. So, so yes. you, get, you eat dinner with them? or Yes, across the street at the mansion. You could order whatever you want. It's like there's a chef there. So it was, it was a cool what situation. What do bunnies eat? Crap. Um, crap. <laughs> they eat crap. I don't know There's how like, they do that because I always, when I see some of those shows with the Holly Madison, who mm -hmm. I, you see them eating French fries and you think, how could they eat burgers and fries and look how like that? They're do you work? Is that a part of the regimen at the Bunny House? I'm a pinup. That's what I like yeah. to say to people. I'm like, I'm, I'm supposed to be thick. Don't judge me if I'm eating this. I'm like, I live off of In and Out and Starbucks. I'm really bad. But did like, you I say could, I'm supposed to be thick? I'm supposed to be a little thicker. She is so. Perfect. What are your measurements? Because I read this and I was blown away and then I got very depressed. <laughs> I'm 36. Um, yes, 24. 24. I have a really tiny waist. It's my redeeming, like no matter if I gain weight, I, my waist never changes. So it's like, it just makes me look more like a cartoon. Like it's like thicker on the, I don't care. I like it's looking perfect. thicker on you're the bottom. Perfect. You're absolutely perfect. Yeah. And, I you, like that and your weight. weight is like, I, we don't have to say, but it's so light compared to what I see in the morning. <laughs> but anyway, so you're you're great. You're, Thank you. I, you're perfect. Thank so, um, so you're you're living in the bunny house, mm -hmm. not the bunny ranch for no. those of you just tuned in, <laughs> and. You're getting ready to be a calendar girl, or you've already done it? No, he was initially, Hef was waiting till I turned 21 to make me a playmate. That was the original plan. But I was there, and I was getting, you know, I, I was getting a little um, antsy, like just living there, and all the girls were doing all of their um, obligations as playmate and traveling. I wanted to travel so bad, and I was like, damn it, I don't want to wait till I'm 21. It seemed like an eternity. I was, like, right. I was 18. I'm like, this is, I'm going to be here for three years and waiting, basically, until I become a playmate. So That's I just kind of time. like, yeah, I told them, like, no, I want to do it now. Can we just, can I please just do it now? I'm like, okay. You went so. to him? And yeah, no, I talked to um, his secretary who, who just passed recently. Unfortunately, it was mm. very close to her. her name was Mary O'Connor. Oh. Um, and I told her, she knew my situation. I'm like, why aren't I working? I want to be out there doing playmate duties. And so, yeah, I, I kind of pushed to be um, a really young playmate. So. And are you like one of the only, only a few that were that age? I'm one of the youngest playmate of the years ever. In the 60s, it was, it was normal to have a 19-year-old, an 18-year-old. Right. Um, then it stopped for a long time. You had to be. It was like, you know, it wasn't a rule, but it was mostly they wanted the girls to be 21 so they could do club promotions and promote right. on a grander scale. Um, so I was the youngest of the past, you know, couple decades. Okay, so that. now I have to go back before that happened. Yeah. Now, you were doing some jobs like some acting jobs, right? Uh-huh. There was something I read about Beauty and the Beast, Belle. Yeah, right? no, I, I wasn't an acting job at all. It was more like being a legitimate bum. I was you seriously mean you, a bum. You made your own costume and, yes, and went out there? Uh, me and my sister. My sister was Cinderella. I was Belle. And on Hollywood Boulevard, a bunch of characters, people dress up as characters. They're actually homeless people for the most part. Oh. They dress up as characters, <laughs> and they pose for tips on Hollywood Boulevard. So um, 
um, I was 17 years old, right before I turned 18 and all of this happened. And um, that summer, I worked on Hollywood Boulevard as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And I had to fight. There was like a crackhead Belle. And she was there, you know, for years. <laughs> I seriously, I had to fight for my position as Belle. I'm like, I'm, I'm here now. And like, she would come in like mad dog. And was like, I've been sitting. That's my spot. Like, she would literally. And my, uh, there was another Elmo. Did she have teeth? She, she was another. She L wasn't a very. I hate to talk. If she's still there, I hate to talk. She's badly not watching. I'm sure. About yes, I don't think she is, but about my fellow um, coworker. But <laughs> she, she wasn't the most attractive Belle. I, she, <laughs> I was a ghetto Belle too, though. I mean, I had like flip flops, and it was just a mess. But <laughs> and my um, ghetto my, Belle. I love it. I love it. My sister was Cinderella. She dated Elmo. I dated Napoleon Dynamite. The characters on Hollywood wow. Boulevard. The whole society kind of like becomes. Like they all hook up and they all kind of like roll together. It's like little clicks. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Did you, you say she that? dated Elmo? She dated Elmo. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I think of him as a non-sexual being. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just think of. I just can't. Yeah, he's, he's kind of. And you were with Napoleon. <laughs> I was in the Hollywood Boulevard version of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. He looked just like him though. If you ever. I seen saw him. a picture in the show because they 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 showed that part of your yes. life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And but I assumed that you were Belle because you were hired from an acting agency or something no I didn't know you could just go out there there's no this is boring why am I asking you this licensing or anything it's just free-for-all Elmo not, and no, Bell okay, and this is what actually happened is someone came in I don't know it was Mr. Head Honcho came in and said this can't happen anymore and everyone migrated over to Vegas for a short time in 2010 2011 everyone was on Vegas Boulevard doing what they did on all my friends were here like I came here randomly for some playmate job and I saw all of my old homies out on the boulevard I'm oh like what are you guys doing here <laughs> so yeah, it's it's random, but um, there is definitely not a license. Okay, so boy, your life your life completely changed. Yes, from the ghetto bell. Yeah. To the playmate of the year. Yeah, it's it's kind of a trip. Uh, that's pretty darn amazing. I know. So let's fast forward now, so we can really promote this show. Um, <laughs> your playmate of the year. How did you end up starring in a show in Las Vegas? Because you, are you a singer or, or a dancer? Did you aspire to be an actress, singer, dancer? You know what? I just. No, I, I never have danced or I've never sang. I'm not a singer. Um, I guest starred in Crazy Horse Paris at MGM briefly um, for two weeks. And that was my first experience being up on stage. But I got addicted. I just I had so much yeah. fun. Like every night going up there and being in front of a crowd and getting that adrenaline rush, I yes. guess. It feels like you're just, you know, you just jumped off a building, like that strong adrenaline rush. And then it's just, it, it was amazing. I just was sobbing when, it, when my stint with them was done. And I wanted to do it again immediately. And they made it happen again for me, which I, I was truly thankful for. Now Crazy Horse is out of, Crazy Horse Paris right. is out of business. Um, they, they left there. And this kind of happened really it, it was a weird kind of being at the right place at the right time type of kind of like situation. The, the playmate exactly of like the that. year situation. Exactly. So, so a, we have a oh we have an online chat question. God, I'm like hanging on her every word. Okay. <laughs> so I have to share her with you. Who who's on on the line, Scott? Uh, Trisha wants to know how does somebody go from playmate to playmate of the year? Ah, that's a great okay. question. How does someone go from playmate to playmate of the year? Well, basically. Um, there is an online poll, and you could also mail in your poll at the end of the year, all the 12 candidates. There's one playmate for each month. Um, and HEP also has a very heavy word in who becomes playmate of the year. Um, so you vote, and then HEP has the final say. He takes those into consideration, but he looks at it, and I think it's mostly who's out there promoting the brand and getting uh -huh. out there and, and getting Playboy's name out there. I was, you know, at, at that time, I was fortunate enough to be on Holly's World, which was a reality show on 
on the e-network, and um, I was a spokesmodel for uh, the Betty Page store. So I was doing a lot of things outside of Playboy and just kind of branching out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's different every year. I, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I think it's a, a political, too. Whoever was Playmate of the Year last year, if there was a brunette one year, I think that the next year it's kind of, um, you know, highly likely that a blonde will be Playmate of the Year. But there's, there's a lot of things that go into is it. Is there a lot of, um, between the different Playmates or calendar girls, is there a jealousy? Is there... A little cutthroat. Oh, definitely around the time when when this deciding comes up, it gets a little. <laughs> um, you want to get the hell out of town. People are like putting yeah, there's putting like visine in your coffee on. and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, seriously, people are like ploying. It gets like they're like, oh crap, I need to get out of the line of fire and just be away from this. And if it's meant to be, I'm gonna be flaming to the air. If it's not, then whatever. So I just like left like a couple months before. I didn't want to be in the vicinity. I right. stayed at my parents' house. I was like working the events, but I didn't want to. Those girls are catty as hell. You're, she's very smart. You've done so much in. <laughs> such a short amount of time you have a lifetime of stories so let's go back to circumstance you meet some people some folks and and somehow the show starts to uh, the idea of this show starts to develop yes it's it's actually the okay the most random thing in the world I wanted to do a club promotion for my birthday because Playmates kind of go and host basically just kind of you know go up hey everyone thanks for coming out they host clubs and um, so I went, I reached out to my PR person at Crazy Horse Paris, her name's Jen Bradley, and we <laughs> love she, Jen Bradley. We all love Jen, but I sent her an email, I'm like, Jen, let's do something for my birthday. Let's see if we can get a club appearance or something. And she gets me a club appearance at a strip club. Oh. <laughs> wow, Jen. Yes. And um, it was fun, I, I got to bring all my friends. But that night of my club appearance, it was actually my real 21st birthday, May 25th, um, last year, she was going to see uh, Frankie Marino at the Stratosphere, um, who she would, you know, see his show frequently because she uh, was dating John Kat Katz, who's Katz. a local reporter That's in town. And John Katz helped Frankie get that show. So she would go, they would all go, you know, every week, I believe, to go and see the show. She's like, it's, we go every, it was a Thursday or Friday to go and see the show. I'm like, yeah, I'll come. So I went with my sister He's and my friend. He's, He's terrific. He was He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's, he was the most talented, you know, guy I've ever seen do a one-man show ever in life. I was, you know, as super excited that she invited me to go and see it and I had my event afterwards but right after the show he has like a meet and greet outside yes and like during the show he pulled me up on stage because he heard I was gonna be there's like oh we have a special guest playmate play me to the years here and he brought me up on stage and then afterwards he's like you know the stratosphere asked me to produce a new show because bite which was the burlesque show that was there prior sure. to run up um, was you know it was just announced that it was gonna be done well, that it was right. gonna be closed off and going to a different location so stratosphere wanted to put something in its place and they gave Frankie um, the option to produce, to musically come up with some numbers for a new burlesque show. And they wanted it to be vintage themed and kind of pinup themed. Which is you, 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 yes, you, you. Exactly. And he knew that, that, that like I had right. done the, the Betty Page books model thing. And I think one of the other creatives out the stratosphere, Drew DeConstanza, actually suggested me. And it was just by fluke that I happened to be there. It was the most random thing. He, they were in, in the midst of talking about this new show. And he's like, you know, I think your name came up actually when we were in creative meetings and they want to get this moving they want it to happen you know in the next six months would you be down and I just met him and I'm like what is this wow. guy talking about is this for real like he's asking me to like headline a show like what my qualifications I'm a playmate and I've done this once before briefly for a week but like did that scare you at all I did you did you think I'll just say yes now and I'll figure it all out later <laughs> or did you say 
I, I know this is going to be fine, and I'll go you know, for no, it. Honest, it's meant to be. Honestly speaking, I didn't think much of it at all. I thought, okay, talk to Jen. I guess I gave him um, the go-ahead to talk to Jen about it because I didn't believe. And you get approached all the time about doing yeah, different, different stuff, and you just never know Some what's real. Some of them real. happen, right? Yeah, and you never know if it's just talk. Right. And I didn't know Frankie. I thought he was phenomenal, but I didn't know what was happening here. So he actually did. He was really persistent, and he went to Jen like the next week and drafted up a contract. He's like, we we should have her out here. She's perfect for this part. She needs to come out and see if you know she would be down to live out here and do a show here. So Jen and, and him and everyone at the Stratosphere kind of you know collaborated and, and came up with the logistics of it and then I moved out like a month later and it was just really fast and, my, and then here I am in Vegas I'm doing a show. It's just really This is amazing. Can we get a round of applause Yay. for showbiz stories come true? I mean seriously because people talk a lot and things you know happen most of the time they don't happen. It's true. And this happened fast. It did. So you're working with some really fabulous yes. entertainers. Mm -hmm. So you've, you've got the Dave Perico band, right? David Perico, who He's, is amazing. Like, I think we have the best band, hands down, do. of, of every band in, in Vegas. We have a phenomenal. They're so it's, good. You've got night. three horns up there. You've got drums, bass, mm -hmm. guitar, uh -huh. we, we, and keys, right? Yes, and this amazing singer, Autumn Bellinger. Say her name again for Autumn me. Autumn Bellinger. She's also very young and beautiful, gorgeous. Yes. And the dancers oh my God. are amazing. They're insane. It's I like really haven't seen it, dancers like them. Four ever. or five. There, I know there's five, but one, one is a guy. There's one guy. Ryan Kelsey is our male dancer. Um, we have Sarah Short, who choreographed mm -hmm. the majority of the dances. Also along with Lacey Schwimmer, who's from Dancing with the Stars. She did a good, a good majority of, of the choreography uh -huh. for the show. But we have just top-notch dancers, which is, you know, it was insane to like, I'm like, oh my God, I have the top talent in this show. This is, the show is so good. I'm so blessed to be a part Seriously, of it. Seriously, we were really it. impressed with mm -hmm. this. And, and for you to be the age that you are, which is seriously very young, the older I get, the younger you get, <laughs> or that number. Anyway, you do all these beautiful numbers. You do, uh, uh, there's a picture up right now that's a oh sexy God. number. It's kind of like a calendar is what's happening. This theme of the show, right? You look it's like a I'm calendar. itching my crotch in that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a witch's brew and you create and the beautiful dancer comes out. There's Ryan. And what's that number right there? That is Candyman. Um, what month is that? That is July. That's July. Of course it is, yes. Kelly. And this? Is a random hosting number. It's, I think it's the first time I come out and address and, t and talk to the audience. And that's what I was so impressed with because I know what it's like to, to just talk and, and not have music and not, not be, you know, you're just out there naked, so to speak, but not naked. <laughs> and just, I mean, ha handling the composure and just, it's so professional of you to be able to handle this Thank at you. this age. Thank you. I mean, I could see myself at 21 going, hi, I'm out here alone <laughs> and there's 200 million people out there. Oh my God. That's you just, that's how it is, though. No, I'm just secret. The first week was just like that, and, and yeah. it showed. I had my freaking, the first two days, <laughs> I had my script out on stage because I just you got did? it. Yes, and but I was so okay. mad at the director because I'm like, why are you putting me out here for two days? He's like, we have to do this. It's every, it, we got to get it out here. We had a, a deadline to go out there. And now it just feels like, you know, it feels like we've been doing it for almost a year, and it's only been one month, but the comfort level has just gone so much. It's, it's been such a pleasant surprise to see how fast that I've, gotten kind of comfortable with doing it. I know there's You're so much more room. You're doing a great job. Yeah, thank you. I, the show is at what time? 10.30 every night. 10.30 every night at the Stratosphere. And, yes. and you're on how many nights? I don't know which nights you're dark. I'm dark on Tuesday and Wednesdays. And if you haven't seen the show, I mean, it's a brand new show. You've got to catch it. Some of the greatest musicians, 
dancers, singers, and this beautiful playmate of the year, Claire Sinclair, pinup, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous and sweet. Thank you for for being our guest. Thank you so You're much terrific. for having me. Thank I wish you. you all the luck in the world, and I really am your big fan. Yeah, thank I you. I really am. <laughs> Kenny, can you play us out a little bit? Talk tales with a playmate. That's super happy music. So we'll be back next week, and I'm gonna, Claire and I are gonna go eat some French fries. Yes. And uh, then we're gonna go work out. Thank you so much for being <laughs> Thank here. Thank you. Thank You're you terrific. so much. Thank you.